Moments of Life on SAFM. 23 minutes after 8 the time. Well, around the world and here, a lot, big focus on how we're going to power the cars of the future, and particularly electric cars. This is does mean that we need to look at ways to do it without overloading our grid. An organization called Zero Carbon Charge has made a submission to the Department of Mineral Resources and Energy suggesting that, in fact, government has underestimated the amount of power that electric vehicles will place on the grid. Andres Malheba is a co-founder and director at Zero Carbon Charge. Andres, good morning. Um, morning, Stephen. Thank you for having us back, and good morning to your listeners. When we when you charge an electric car, how much charge does it actually use? I mean, does it use as much as, say, uh, running a geezer does in a house for an hour? Uh, that's a really good question. If you charge a car quickly, it uses as much power as three hundred households together. And so it, it's it's really it's really phenomenal. Okay, so you so when you go to a fancy shopping centre and you see one of these charging stations, there's a huge amount of power going into that. Those ones are often not charging very quickly. So, but even so, let's say a slow charger can use as much as ten households. But it's then going to take you. you know, it's going to take an hour or so to charge your car uh, to a reasonable level. Okay. So then if you want to have a network like this around the country, then the grid is going to have to be able to power that. And that's going to be quite difficult, is is what you're saying. Yes, I think most countries have, have invested significantly in their grid infrastructure. And I, I don't, you know, I, I think grids all over the world, it's not a South African problem, are not really geared to pulling that much power out of random points. So, you know, the, either you invest a huge amount of money in your grid, and we would rather, frankly, in our country, invest our money in our generation capacity, which which I agree with. There's a great alternative, which is you can take charging off grid, which means you 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 lessen the load on the grid, um, you 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 charge with clean power, and you and you can charge much faster because you can you you yourself can control the amount of power that's available in in that place. So it's a completely viable and a really attractive alternative. Um, so you would want to do it renewable, but you would also need a huge amount of power going into that system. I mean, you would need a big uh, solar thing to try a big solar station to try and charge a car quickly. Mm-hmm. It's it's less big than you, you're right, but it's less bigger than you might think. It's it to start with. It's no bigger than ab- about half the size of a PV array that you would see on a shopping centre. So it's about it's about 250 kilowatt peak, which which translates about a quarter of a hectare of, of space. Uh, so it's it's really not beyond the realm of of, of what's practical, uh, and and it's not even that expensive to put that up. It's just you, you your previous. Uh, uh, a guest talked about entrepreneurship. I'll, I'll tell you what the problem is. The problem is that 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 regulation all over the world has become very against entrepreneurship. So I think it's only regulations that really stand in our way to building out a, a product like this very quickly. So, I mean, we know we have lots of sun in lots of places in South Africa. To build a project like this, you need to do it in particular places. But your big problem would probably be looking for charging stations in cities because you'd need space. Yes, uh, in cities there's there's less of a problem because because you can, you can charge at home and and you can charge at home fairly successfully, uh, and you would probably in in, in cities you, people also would tend to to drive shorter distances and they would and they would leave their cars at their office or at the shopping center for longer. So you 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 there are there are alternatives to city charging. The the, the real demand is for long distance travel. Uh, and and there you need lots of power and you need very fast charge to give people an, an, an acceptable service. And but if you don't do that, you don't catalyze the, the 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 emergence of electric cars in the country, which is critical to our climate change goals. Because otherwise, what happens is that people just won't buy an electric car if they can't use it everywhere. 
Yes, but electric cars are coming, Stephen. We can't avoid that. You know, it's like it's like us saying because we have many rugby players, we're going to play eighteen guys to a team. You, the the entire world is shifting to electric cars. Our our all our export markets are rapidly transforming uh, to to electric cars. And if we want to keep on making cars in this country, we will have to make electric cars and do so very quickly. So we can't. It's inevitable. We can't avoid that. Andries Mulheber, thank you, co-founder and director at Zero, Zero Carbon Charge. You this.